0: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Maddie Bolaños in San Francisco. Fueled by California's record snowfall, rivers in the state are flowing fast and have swept away a number of people recently. That includes an eight-year-old girl who drowned in the Kings River yesterday. As warming temperatures melt the snowpack and send more water downstream, KVPR's Joshua Yeager reports that authorities are warning people to be careful.
2: Surging waters in California may seem like a refreshing respite from soaring temperatures. But swift freezing waters pose a deadly threat to swimmers and boaters across the state. That's according to Daniel Hardy of the National Weather Service.
1: melted snow, so it's extremely cold water. It only takes a few minutes and uh, hypothermia can start setting in.
2: County Sheriff's Departments report at least six people missing or dead on waterways so far this spring. Several popular rivers are closed as long as flows remain dangerous. Also closed, parts of the Yosemite Valley, as officials prepare for flooding within the iconic National Park. For the California Report, I'm Joshua Yeager in Bakersfield.
0: Earlier this month, we brought you the story of long COVID patients and their concerns about the lack of clinical trials for potential treatments. Now, a Bay Area lawmaker is looking for answers from the federal agency in charge of long COVID research. The California Report's Keith Misiguchi has more.
1: This month, Congresswoman Anna Eshoo sent a letter to the National Institutes of Health. She's asking the agency to give an update on the progress it's made on long COVID research. I want to know how much
2: of the $1.15 billion that we appropriated, how much has been spent. And I, I want a detailed explanation
0: and dollar amount for each funded activity.
1: SU says the NIH told Congress that clinical trials for long COVID patients would begin in the fall of 2022. But so far, the agency has not started a single trial this is not acceptable. I'm deeply, deeply disappointed. SU says the millions of Americans suffering from long COVID symptoms deserve a response and for their condition to be treated with the same urgency as acute COVID-19. She says thus far, she hasn't received a response from the NIH. For the California Report, I'm Keith Mizuguchi. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
0: California's food banks are reporting alarming spikes in demand. That's according to the state's Association of Food Banks, which says the end of pandemic-era food benefits and record high inflation is to blame. In April, the Sacramento Food Bank and its partners fed 281,000 people, almost double the amount it served before the pandemic. And with summer just around the corner, children will no longer be receiving free meals at school, so the need is expected to grow. CapRadio's health reporter Kate Wolf has that story. Good morning. For one family?
2: Cars of all kinds are pulling into the Sacramento Food Bank distribution at Arcade Church in a neighborhood northeast of the city. Some have been waiting over an hour to pick up food. At the pop-up tent for walk-ups, Heidi Bergdahl and her service dog Opal, a Jack Russell Terrier with a pinch of chihuahua, approach the table on an electric scooter. Hi, Opal. Bergdahl and Opal live half a mile away and come to the food bank a few times a month. Everybody knows her. They may not know my name, but they all know Opal's name. Before the pandemic, Bergdahl was receiving $23 a month in CalFresh benefits. That's the minimum amount for an individual. During the pandemic, the federal government began giving emergency supplements. She started getting $260 a month. I stuck to my neighborhood store. I didn't have to go outside my local neighborhood. But now I'm probably going to have to start hitting grocery outlet, Walmart, you know, looking at all the deals and the prices. That's because the pandemic benefit has expired. And as of April, she's back down to $23. I'm on disability, so I'm on Social Security. So I'm on a fixed income and it's not that great. And my rent just went up. So (laughs) (laughs) And the prices of everything have been going up. I mean, for instance, the green onions used to cost 69 cents a bunch. Now they're $1.69. Today, Bergdahl will pick up fish sticks, some produce and a dry goods box. She says she's been stockpiling food, preparing for her benefits to drop. My freezer is full. Using that pandemic money, I have been buying meat. So my protein is set. Kevin Buffalino is with the food bank. He says in its 47-year history, the food bank has only fed this many people a handful of times. I would say we're, we're prepared and, and ready to be serving about 300,000 um, people every month. In the two hours this distribution site is open, he's expecting about 750 cars to come through. But not everyone who's hungry is going to the food bank.
1: I'm not going to take a box away from the food bank.
2: 69-year-old Tom McSpadden has type 2 diabetes. He saw his CalFresh benefits cut in half when the emergency money went away. Over the phone, he says the $124 he now gets doesn't go far.
1: I'll go to the deli and I'll buy a pound of ham and uh, a loaf of bread and, and some cheese, and that's what I eat all week.
2: He says he only buys on sale, and healthy food doesn't go on sale.
1: The way I eat is going to come back and bite me at some point because this is not conducive to what a diabetic should eat.
2: At the moment, he says he modifies his insulin levels to make it all work, but he knows his diet is unsustainable. Back at the distribution site, Buffalino says the food bank has done all it can to get more food to give out. You read a lot about the news is we're not in a recession, the economy is doing well, job market's strong, but we are truthfully on the ground seeing different things. Buffalino says food banks across the state recently met with legislators lobbying to get more financial support for food banks assured in the state budget. Some at the Capitol have heard the call. Governor Gavin Newsom, in his recently revised budget proposal, allocated $60 million to food banks throughout the state to purchase and distribute California-grown food. For the California Report, I'm Kate Wolf.
0: And that's this edition of the California Report for Monday, May 22nd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors including watermelon and pineapple in stores or delivered from hintwater.com. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health, on the web at 11thHourRacing.org.